Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to The Huddle, where we come at you weekly to discuss maintaining forward progress in your flooring career, any career for that uh, matter, as we've found through this journey. Uh, most of the concepts here are just uh, concepts we blow business, just so happens we're in flooring. Uh, hopefully, we're able to provide some value for you guys this week. Last week was about goals and, and setting them this week. Uh, we are going to be talking about um, really the value and the plan to succeed and your your goals um, as you work through them. The real value is just as important in the plan as it is the success itself. So uh, really just a um, boiled down uh, concept as, it, as we go uh, talking about goal and uh, goals and you know, may, um, sorry, a little tongue tied, uh, achieving those goals. So, you know, we talked about writing them down and, and all of that. So creating a plan is kind of the next step for any goal. And, um, I'm not going to go through, I mean, I'm sure we'll touch on some, some ways that, uh, each one of us plan, but I just wanted to bring up that the, um, the real value, uh, as I talked about last week, and you guys discussed as well, that failures not should not be looked at as just this big negative thing, that that's where we learn. Uh, that's how we adjust and kind of get on course. Uh, you know, they say a missile on a way, you know, like a laser guided missile on a way to its target is off course about 80% of the time it's always off course and correcting as it goes, right? Wind blows it and it comes back and it's always failing and it fails its way all the way to that target. And that's how we have to be. We have to believe that as long as we're moving towards that goal, as we hit failures, we just readjust and come back into keeping that target or that goal in, in our sights. So, um, I'll give you an example. I've I've been working on a, a large national account deal, and um, I did a uh, we're we're working on a coating um, to be chemical resistant and and different things. So we've worked with many different coating uh, products, and um, each one of them have failed in some manner, and just guided us to the either the next product or, for example. Uh, I read some results uh, or looked at some results from uh, a 24 hour test. And one of the main products or chemicals we have to test against is acid. Well, with 24 hours of this coating being down and 24 hours of dwell time with the harsh chemical of acid, it has failed. The coating failed. So we would expect. Uh, you know, some level of that failure, and that's going to tell us what's next. And so what I'm saying is don't look at it as a negative thing. And that's kind of what this is about making your plan, but realizing that when you get off course, if you just understand that that's not failure, that's just telling you to adjust and get back on track to the, to, to that target. So I know I've got a lot of that that's happened in my life and happens uh, daily, I kind of accept failure as just a, a, a tool. That's where I gain my tools and my toolbox 
to, um, you know, attack different scenarios in business or, or an installation or whatever it may be. So what's your guys thoughts on that? I know it's kind of a continuation of last week, but I didn't, didn't want to uh, completely abandon goals. They seem to be, you know, like the paramount thing that we should all do. Right. I, I, I totally agree um, with us being co-owners and, you know, we're constantly coming up with ideas, him more than me. Right. But a lot of the time it's like, that's, that's a dumb idea. <laughs> and then a lot of the time, just like, you know what, we're just going to do it your way. And then when it comes down to it, it's never like a, and I told you so, or I told you this wasn't going to work. It's like, we tried, tried we tried, know. let's, let's do something else now. And, and just to go back on that too, like, um, you know, preferred flooring is what my third time trying to do a flooring business installation business, uh, per se, but, uh, it was everything that we learned from day one, from the first attempt to the second attempt, you know, from the first partnership separating from that gentleman, going on my own, trying to go the uh, women business enterprise route, that didn't work out, uh, you know, trying to have my mother become, you know, 51% owner, that didn't work. But each step of the way, Daniel was part of that. Um, whether he knew it or not, he was still part of it. Um, and then we got to this right here, we already knew exactly what we didn't want to do. Um, and that was because of, you know, like the, the perception of failure it didn't fail. It just didn't work. So make some changes so that way we can all learn so we can be better this time. Um, and, and that's really all, all it is. It's just, it's hard for some people to view it that way. I know it can be tough in the mix. It can be really tough. And I've got some, you know, different scenarios that I could run through. Uh, I wanted to keep this kind of concise on technique of getting through those things. Uh, but if you're pushing the limit or you're pushing the barrier of what you've done before, you are going to have some setbacks that now learning from those is, is what I'm preaching, what I'm, what I'm saying we should do. I know that's difficult. It's especially difficult when money's involved Yes. and finances and things like that can really stress. I know for from experience, um, it can stress that your tolerance, you know, if it was a rubber band, it's stretched all the way out sometimes when it comes, when you add money to the mix. Um, so what I would say is the plan is part of that. So you're, you're trying to make as best of a plan as you can to achieve whatever goal um, you have in mind. Now, Goals vary so much that we, I think it would be, you could waste two hours or use two hours of time trying to, uh, you know, run that, run different types of goals through this theory. But the fact is, is if you can, if you can have a good plan, you'll eliminate some of the failure than just going at it. You know what I mean? Uh, if you want to be, I don't know, if you want to, if you're a, 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 small business owner and you want to double your growth, well, how do you achieve that? Uh, you don't just say, okay, I'm going to go bid twice as much work. I mean, that would make sense, but that might not be the best way to go about that goal. So really making a plan, um, we, we found in that kind of a realm that monitoring our land rates with each estimator and type of project and stuff like that was a good way to to look at it 
and plan based off of the feedback given. So a lot of times what I'm getting at here is the plan turns into action, turns into feedback, turns into readjusting and more action. And that's kind of what the way that I, I've looked at it. Um, I'm not great at executing on it. Uh, I'm good, but I'm not great. I got a lot of room to improve. I know some guys that do that process and they just seem, you know, one of the, some of these guys just seem like they're supermen when it comes to like being able to adjust from a plan that they had to reach a goal, adjust and, and then react um, with the same target in mind, but readjusting. Um, yeah, it's pretty fascinating when you see guys at the top of performance and you know, we all know that Elon Musk of the world, if you, you looked, I've read his book. And if you look through all the setbacks and failures and changes and things that he had to go through to get to the point of launching a rocket. Um, I mean, I know we're not, we're not launching rockets over here, but my point is, is that readjusting and not taking that as a, as a failure. So. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one to get through, right? Everyone sees all the successes that you have. They don't understand the steps that you take, that you've taken to get there. They don't see all the failures, but one success can have a hundred failures. But as long as you have that one success at, at, at the end of a hundred failures, because you're learning from it and your process is going to evolve. And um, to add on to what you said about the gentlemen who are like supermen, um, you know, some some guys, they have that, that, that strength where they just have that foresight. Like, you know, they start seeing those dominoes falling in a pattern that they don't want it to fall. So they start adjusting before it gets to the last domino. And then they, they you know, they veer a little bit. They, they help it out. They help steer it the way it needs to be done um, to experience the success they're looking for. I think a lot of that comes from the plan itself. Um, I can do better at putting more effort in the plan of, a, of achieving a goal. Um, I think that's where I can improve, to be honest and uh, possibly be able to course correct sooner, just like you said, that you see something's going to go wrong as opposed to waiting for it to go wrong. Um, so I would say some specific techniques. Have you guys used any, um, do you guys, when you set a goal or you have something on the vision board, do you track the progress versus a timeline or have you have you started that's, that process? that's something that's something that we have to work on too is actually uh, setting dates i think right because you we set open-ended goals like uh we want to get here we want to have this done but then um the vision board is kind of what, what what you know put this in my head is because we talked you know we talked last week about baby sister and mm -hmm. doing the vision boards and stuff and we told the guys hey do the vision boards we still have a handful of guys that haven't got it done. So it's like, you guys had two weeks. Like, there's no reason for this. Like, this stuff has to be done by next week. No ifs, ands, or buts. Set the date. That way you have something to shoot for. Because realistically, you know, humans are procrastinators, right? We're going to wait to the very last minute in order to get something done. Well, I, I read a quote that said, you know, if you give yourself 30 days to clean the house, it's going to take you 30 days. If you give yourself three days, it'll take you three, you know, uh, or three hours. I mean, the point is, is that in some aggressive timelines to it, 
Um, you know how efficient you are in that last, if we use the house, the last day that you're cleaning the house, you are ultra efficient and really good. The 29 days ahead of that, you, you may not have been near as efficient. It's like when that yeah. deadline's there, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, it's, it's setting that deadline, I, th I think is, is a big thing. And then uh, Rollin actually asked if, if any of us have sat down and built a short-term and long-term business plan and us, we have not, but I have talked to the um, small business development council because they give free classes and, you know, they'll, they'll actually assign you someone that'll actually work on it with you. And I've, I've been talking to them a little bit and trying to eventually get something set up to the point to where I can break off and actually take some time to do it. But have we actually done it? No. And, you know, that's something that we need to improve on too, is actually putting something like that in place. Um, coming from how small we were to where we're at now, we never really thought that we would need one. But then the bigger you get, the more you realize like, man, it would have been way easier if we would have did this like five years ago <laughs> when it was just a handful of people. And we actually, you, you don't think about it, right? Because we were in the field all the time. And it's like, but really we had more time back then than we actually do right now. Yeah. It's crazy how that works. I, I we kind of touch on that. I can't remember which huddle it was, but we kind of touch on that same thing where doing it early, you know, whether you're just getting started, get a bank account, get a, an entity set up, you know, doing those things early um, will come out. You, you'll come out ahead. And it's similar to that. Uh, it took us several years before we did that, but we have done, uh, a few times, uh, short and long-term, uh, business plans. The short term is always a breakdown of the long-term. It's like the kind of plan within a plan is the way we've done it in the past. Um, again, sometimes we don't hit those, those, uh, those objectives. And then sometimes we've surprised ourselves. So either way, you kind of, just have to, you know, be um, fluid in it, meaning don't take anything, you know, you, I probably what didn't do anything ultra great when I got surprised and things went well. Sometimes things just work out. Well, sometimes things just don't work out and you got to adjust as well. But, um, you know, so the answer is, yeah, we've, we have on our side done uh, short-term and long-term business uh, planning, uh, a lot of that you can do with your banker as well. If you got a good banker, they love to do that stuff. If he's a good banker, a hands-on kind of guy, um, I found those guys are pretty. They they're pretty bought into your business because they're helping you finance the thing. So a lot of times they have an inherent you know uh, skin in the game, so to speak. Uh, but that's awesome. You guys are going to take the step with the small business administration. Is that correct, or is uh, that small true? business development council? So okay. It's we got introduced um, to them through the local chamber. And then when we started looking at getting uh, certified to become a minority business enterprise, it, it's something that I never even knew existed until I started looking into. It. And it's like, man, these guys offer a bunch of stuff at no cost. And it's like, might have to take advantage of this sometime. You get into the right programs in the right groups, there, there's a lot of information at your disposal, a lot of help, right? But it's one of those things, they're, they're not going to grab your hand and walk you through it. They're going to say, this is the direction you have to go. This is where your information is located. 
And yeah, you got to take some initiative. Yes. Yeah. They'll bring you to water, but they're not going to make you drink. Yeah. Well, I think a lot of times uh, you bring up a good point that there's a lot of resources out there that we probably, um, you know, it, it'd be helpful if you kind of understood what the chamber brings. Uh, I know the chamber's involved in a lot of that in different, um, you know, different cities. Um, so a good piece of, of advice might be to get with your local chamber and, and ask about small business resources and planning. Uh, business planning gets really deep past goals even because you start really planning on not just financially or or size or whatever your goals are but you're really getting down into the nitty-gritty of how you're going to get there and what your assets are from a financing standpoint and if uh if those all align for you to actually be able to hit that goal or hit you know make that business plan a reality so it's a good exercise um I would just reiterate that the importance of like being okay with not hitting that, it's always a touchy subject because you want people to go at their goals aggressively, but at the same time, not be deflated if you don't hit those. And I know I keep harping on that, but I've personally been uh, affected in the past where you have this goal, you really think you're going to hit it, and then things don't happen the way you want them to and it can be deflating uh, i just want to encourage people just to kind of strap up your boots and realize that that's a possibility and when it does happen don't let it deflate you just realize that that's course correction and to get back on the right course right and i, I think a lot of this has to do with like um we're, we're talking about the chamber and, and stuff like that and a lot of this kind of came our way because a friend of mine that i went to high school with reached out and um his dad was vice president of one of the larger um, construction companies over here at the time. And he was like, hey, are you a part of uh, the Minority Contractors Association? And I was like, I have no idea. And then he he got into how it's part of the chamber and how, you know, they got this going on. And then it's like, it's the information, right? And then you have to be vulnerable to, to actually realize, all right, I have a goal, but I don't know how to get there. I can actually have resources at my, you know, fingertips saying to ask questions so I can say, hey, I'm kind of stuck right here. It's not even can you help me? It's do you know anyone that can help me? Because yeah. their network is so vast that they know everyone in the area and they're like, they're they're quick to put out a name. Boom, this person will be able to help you out. Boom, this person will be able to help you out. And it's a we talk about networking all the time and usually we're talking about, you know, going to the conventions and stuff, but this is a, a great local networking type of thing to where um, they do, man, they can kind of put your goals into, into smaller chunks, like, and, and things that you never really thought about. So they'll, they'll take it and be like, well, have you tried this? And it's like, man, I never even thought of that. And then that, that's all you need to get going. Yeah. Make the dots for you, man. They, they help you connect the dots. Um, well, and getting you in touch with other people that you can communicate with, um, you know, the old saying, your network is your net worth. And it, it has to be, it has to do with be, surrounding yourself with people with like mindset 
and surrounding yourself with people who are goal oriented and being able to to utilize uh, other people's wisdom. You know, um, I do a lot of quotes here, but I heard a quote that a, a smart man learns from his own mistakes and a wise man learns from others. So, um, you know, if you can kind of get to know other people that can help you see some of those pitfalls um, in growing business, then that's a net plus. So that's what you get from the chamber, right? Yeah, and it's it's like a, a trickle effect, right? You You start with your goal in mind and then you meet other people and then bounce ideas off of them. And then that's where you start, you know, going all over the place, right? And, and readjusting. And that, that's kind of what we've done. And then through the chamber, we've also um, joined our local builder, builders exchange. And then through the builders exchange, there was a group of guys, uh, well, two guys in there that um, just started a, a construction company. And it was like, I already met one of the guys at the gym when he worked for another one, but it was like, you know, that got us talking and I was just at lunch with them earlier today and we're doing, you know, projects for them now. And it's like a lot of this networking stuff and talking to people about your goals actually leads you to expanding that. Like, I never thought that doing this one class was going to lead us to, I think we've done four jobs for them this year. And uh, it's, they were pretty sizable jobs. Well, that's where you find synergies, right? That is when you're working next to people and you, you end up just, things just seem to work out. Those are synergies that, because you have similar goals or similar aspirations and, and um, you're working with other people that, that share those, uh, those synergies seem to happen and you just, uh, that's pretty cool. It was an odd class too, by the way. So just to let everyone know, it was called a, uh, Applied Estimating. Applied Estimating. We were the only flooring individuals in there, but we just wanted to learn more and it led to that. It was just a, a class to help educate us through the general contractor's eyes um, for contracts. And Actually, it was through the through the architect's the eyes. Architect's eyes, correct, yeah. Wow. And the, the guy yeah. that was leading the class, actually, like it got down to the make sure you read everything in the contract because they'll put line items in there like include this in your bid and if you don't and you win the bid guess what you're coming out of pocket for that and yeah yeah we did a bit of a dive on the contracts and stuff in an earlier huddle they can certainly i mean make or break you and but learning from you know, the people you get around, I, I think one of the things that all this kind of plays into is, again, getting involved. So many times small business owners don't believe that they should uh, take the time to, to go to these classes or to, you know, expand your knowledge. I would say when we, when we did the huddle on starting your business or expanding your business, we talked about the need to uh, you know, gain knowledge, education, educating yourself, and uh, you guys have obviously done that, and that's that's admirable and also very necessary to take those next steps. It's all kind of priming the pump, so to speak, to uh, take you to the next level. So I, I know it can sometimes feel like, you know, I can't, I don't have time to do X, yeah. Y, and Z, and we're all in that 
boat. Like you guys are busy. You have to make the time for that, right? You guys had to yeah, like carve out the time to, and just go. Yeah, it goes back to what, what I like to say all the time. It's I started saying it when we switched over from 1099 to W2, right? And it's like, we keep on saying that I can't afford it, right? And at some point we have to start switching our mindset to we can't afford not to do it. So mm-hmm. that's kind of what, what we've been doing. And you got to start being proactive instead of reactive. When you're reactive, it might be a little too late. Um, and you still learn. If you're reactive, you're still learning. But if you're proactive, you're making corrections before uh, the bad situation arises. And well, you're planning. 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 That's what I was going to yeah. say. It all goes back to actually having a plan. Yeah. Cool. Well, this is going to uh, be a shorter. Uh, huddle than normal um, just because we really dove pretty deep into all these concepts last week I just wanted to expand on you know the plan itself and and understanding that the you know all these sayings the journey not the destination all of that stuff is because of what you learn during the the planning and start in that execution or the journey phase most people get to a goal and they're like, ah, oh, that's not as satisfying as I thought, but they really look back and say, man, I learned a lot through that process. So that's what I'm encouraging everybody to do is to kind of push yourself to expand your limits and, um, you know, make a plan, realize that we're not writing down the 10 commandments in stone We're we're putting our best guess as imperfect human beings uh, as to what we want to have happen. Um, if it doesn't happen exactly that way, we just have to course correct. So awesome. Well, I know this was really short this week. You guys got anything to jump in on and, and, uh, anything to add before we close it up for the, this huddle short week, short huddle. Yeah. (laughs) Just, um, I would say to everybody, just just understand that what no matter what you're doing, if you're trying to grow, expand, or if you're trying to stay uh, it, just an individual or with a couple of, of uh, employees, just know that you're going to look back and at what you've accomplished and do yourself a favor. Make sure that you're proud of what you accomplished. Make sure that there is no regrets, right? Like, don't regret anything. Um, do your best to, to try to put yourself 10 years ahead and look back. You'll, you'll see what corrections need to be made. Uh, it'll give you a little bit more drive if you're not in a good spot right now, or if you want to be in a different spot, um, there are options. And I'll just say what I just said. It's uh, you got to stop saying that you can't afford to do things and start realizing that you can't afford not to do them. Good pieces, guys, good nuggets. I appreciate you guys this week and uh, we'll see you guys next week. And um, I'm going to, we're going to work to publish what each week's huddle is going to be on our website. So we can, so everybody kind of knows ahead of time, what we'll be talking about. Uh, We're going to set that up. We're trying to make things kind of flow. So uh, we should have that up before next Tuesday. We're hoping, Uh, but otherwise, um, we will we'll continue to be on the huddle. Uh, you guys, uh, anybody on, we certainly appreciate you joining us. And if you have any questions, um, 
you know, please feel free to, to ask those questions. I would say the one uh, bit of uh, communication here is uh, the question of ethics when it comes to uh, all of this. So I would just say, you know, doing things ethically and, and trying to do things what is, you know, considered to be right can, can get blurred sometimes. You have to really rely on your your morals sometimes, and and making sure you're doing right by your your company, your employees, and society as a whole. Um, uh, when you're making these plans, this isn't just a lot of times. If we're planning just on our on our uh, for personal goals, you know, it can feel really selfish. Um, that's okay, but at the same time, you gotta you gotta have. Uh, Good moral compass to what you're going against money just gaining money i think is where that comment came from uh is not shouldn't be the goal i mean we gotta you gotta do the things that make the money as the goal and let money come um you do good work you do qual do, do good quality be trained uh do good business practices uh that that eventually turns into money so um, that's the best way I can answer that question or like comment. So, all right, guys. Well, I appreciate you joining and, uh, I'm going to call you on the phone after this. <laughs> all right. <laughs> all right. Thanks guys. See, See you guys. guys.